The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover a new relationship and approach to life through the space between. Join spiritual teacher Brittany Mondito for a moment of silence, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York. Everything we're searching for lies behind what we're running from, Brittany says. Reconnect with your inner sense of safety, grounding, and centeredness. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. This is Angel Talk with me, your host, Rachel Corpus. Let's journey together as we talk to your angels, guides, and loved ones who have crossed over. Are you ready to hear what Spirit has to say? Welcome to Angel Talk. Hello, you beautiful spiritual beings, earth angels. Welcome to another episode of Angel Talk. I am Rachel Corpus, angel communicator and psychic medium. And today I have a special guest named Karen Noe. I'm very excited to um, have her here with me today because she is just absolutely a bright light. And I'm so grateful that spirit has pulled us together. Here's a little bit about Karen. Karen Noe is a renowned New Jersey-based psychic medium, spiritual counselor and healer with a two-year waiting list. Don't let that throw you. She'll get you in. But she does. That tells you how great she is, right? Two-year waiting list. Woohoo. She is the author of We Consciousness, 33 Profound Truths for Inner and Outer Peace, Your Life After Their Death, A Medium's Guide to Healing After a Loss, and Through the Eyes of Another, A Medium's Guide to Creating Heaven on Earth by Encountering Your Life Review Now. A number of significant events throughout Karen's life had led Karen to write We Consciousness, 33 Profound, tr- profound Truths for Inner and Outer Peace. When Karen was a child, her psychic abilities manifested in multiple ways. She dreamed about things before they occurred, felt others' emotions as if they were her own, picked the winning numbers for her family, and so much more. Then, about 25 years ago, when she was not feeling emotionally or physically well, she sat at the edge of her bed and asked God if she was going to be okay. With that simple request, a huge glowing light began to come toward her from the other side of the bedroom. She was stunned and inwardly shouted, if you are not of God, please leave. Even after that request, the light continued to move toward her and eventually enveloped her with a sense of complete unconditional love. All the negativity that had been within her dissolved in an instant and she experienced an inner peace that words cannot even begin to describe. Then she heard an audible voice say, Luce Lucina, Bella Luce Lucina. Since her grandparents were Italian, she knew what that meant. Light, little light, beautiful little light. She began to weep and just knew that everything would be okay, and it was. Through meditation and dreams, she has since learned that the beautiful light was St. Francis of Assisi. She had always felt a strong connection with him, and now she was able to feel and hear him speak directly to her. Shortly after the experience with the light, she also began receiving profound messages from the angels and significant messages from deceased loved ones as well. She eventually gave in and followed her intuition, her intuitive guidance, to relay these messages to other people. 
These are what she called without a doubt messages with evidence that only the deceased and their lo living loved ones would know. Well, the rest is history. Word spread and she eventually was booked several months, then years ahead of time. She's been doing this for over 20 years now and loves seeing how much her abilities have helped people know that the angels and their deceased loved ones are truly with them. Then, after best-selling author Dr. Wayne Dyer left the physical plane in 2015, Karen began receiving very profound and specific messages from him for his family and the world as well. While Wayne comes through singularly for his family, he also comes through together with a group of celestial beings called the We Guides that include St. Francis of Assisi and countless numbers of angels and ascended masters. Karen is the founder of the Angel Quest Center in Waldwick, New Jersey, where she teaches classes, gives readings, and practices alternative healing. You can listen to her on the Angel Quest radio show by tuning into www.hudsonriverradio.com the first Saturday of every month at 1030 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, Karen, welcome. How are you today? I am so good. Thank you so much for having me on the show today. Oh, I am blessed by you. Thank you for sharing time and spirit with me today. Um, I am, I'm intrigued by you and I know a lot of other people are as well because you are able to show us that we can own our intuitive, our psychic spiritual abilities and grow them in this lifetime without shame or persecution. I mean, you've really owned who you are, haven't you? Oh, I, ha I have. And I think my mission here on earth is not to show people what I can do. Sure. Yes, I do. Me I give messages to people and they know without a doubt it's their loved ones. But I believe my mission is to teach people what I know, because we all can connect with deceased loved ones and the angels. We just have to learn how to do it. Yeah. And right. We just have to tap into their energy. We have to raise our vibration. We have to look for the signs and so forth. And people get so excited when they realize they can do it. Of course, yeah. they can call on me too, but they could do it as well. Yeah, that resonates with me too. I mean, I, I love to give readings to people, but where my heart really sings and dances is when there are those moments where I can teach them that they have it within them as well. And we're all born with this. Um, your gifts came through more pronounced than others, possibly or probably because you're meant to teach them out. Same with me. Um, yeah, I agree. And then also, I really love that you are not ego-based. You're here to serve. Um, and that has been your your prayer. How can I serve? How can I show up for people? That's yeah. beautiful. Uh, can you tell our listeners a little bit about how and when you began connecting with the angels and deceased loved ones? When did that start? Well, it began, as you stated before, several years ago, over 20 years ago, actually, I was going through a difficult time in my life, and I just sat at the edge of my bed. I yelled at God, and I said, am I going to be okay? Please give me a sign. Let me know. And with that, a light cut came towards me from the other side of the room. And my first response was, if you're not of God, please leave. But the more I said that, the more it kept coming towards me. And eventually it enveloped me and an overwhelming sense of peace overcame me. And at that time, I heard an audible voice that said, Lucha Lucina, Bella Lucha Lucina, which means light, little light, beautiful, little light. It's exactly as you said. Um, right after that experience, I started to hear, feel the angels, understand what the deceased loved ones were saying to their living loved ones and so forth. 
And at first I was very reluctant to share the messages because I didn't want people to think I was not in my right mind, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. And the more I I gave the messages, the more I knew they, I couldn't possibly know these, these things, the things that were coming through. I'll give you an example. One of the first messages that came through, I'll never forget because this gave me the confidence to move forward. In the beginning, I started just doing Reiki in the back of a hair salon. And as I was doing Reiki on the people, you know, messages would come through. And um, I was working on this woman and her, all of a sudden I felt her, I, I believe it was her friend. It was her best friend. That's right. Started to come through. He said his name was Robert and he died in a car accident. But then he showed me a kangaroo with boxing gloves punching the air. Okay. Mm. So I, I said, oh gosh, <laughs> what is no that? way I'm going to tell her this because she's yeah crazy. So, you know, and, but it persisted and it persisted. So finally I said, you know, sometimes I give messages and I told her there's somebody named Robert in the room. And he said, he's your friend. He died in a car accident and her eyes got really big. And I said, but there's something I just don't understand. He's showing me a kangaroo, a kangaroo punching the air. And she jumped off the table, off the massage table. And she screamed. She said, that's my friend, Robert. He died in a car accident. He boxed kangaroos in Australia. Well, now, there's no way, you know, that type of thing. I knew I couldn't possibly be making that type of thing up. And that's the type of messages that come through. So when they come through, I know that it's not me. I know yes. without a doubt it's the deceased loved one. And my wish is for the living loved ones to understand it truly is them as well. They know. They know. Yes. And having that, they may feel it, but having that evidence is yeah. something that is important to people because in our society, we we are very evidence-based. Put it in my hand and I'll believe it, right? Prove it. Exactly. Um, and, you know, if that, I have to believe that if that information is coming through, it matches what the person needs. So you're saying the thing that helps them be aware, oh, that is my loved one. That is my loved one. And, and the best part, you know, after every session, um, just like I said before, I tell them how they can communicate with their loved ones themselves. That they don't have to wait. To, they, of course, they could come to see me again, but I'd rather that their loved ones come directly to them. Yes. They don't have to wait a couple of years to see me to talk to them, to give them, yes. I call them without a doubt signs to let them know they're with them. And those, those signs, they come in so many different ways. You know, to ask their loved one to come to them in a dream and to mm. wake them up after the dream so that they remember it. And I teach them, you know, what's a real dream, what's a, from their deceased loved one, and what is a dream from their subconscious, and how to tell the difference. And they get so excited. Yeah. And, you know, they call me and they say, yes, I had this, the butterfly landed on me. It has to be <laughs> my mother, or my dad came to me in a dream, and I actually felt him when he hugged me in the dream. Yes. And these were very real messages from their loved ones. How do you know the difference between a subconscious dream that's working out the stress of our day and a visit from loved ones? Ah, very good question. So if you dream of your loved one, if it feels good, if usually this is what I find for the most part, if a person was older, they like to come back as the age they want to be remembered as. And for some reason, it's always in the 30s, 35, something like that. Um, they come very peaceful. Sometimes you could actually feel them. You could hug them. You could smell them. It's very real and you feel wonderful. You feel like 
you've won the lottery, you wake up and you know without a doubt. I'll give you an example in one moment. On the other hand, if it's a dream from your subconscious, you know, it may be scary. Um, your loved one may be mad at you or you see them in a casket or something like that. That's you trying to resolve the issues with your deceased loved one. And that's a big difference. Mm -hmm. Your loved one is coming in peace. They're only, they feel their oneness with everyone and everything and they're only peace and love. So that's the way they're going to show up. They will yeah. show up the way they are, which is full of peace and love. Exactly. If I could give one quick example of that, mm -hmm. um, when my own mom passed, I said to her mom, I really would love to hear your voice one more time. And in reality, they don't come as voices. They come as thoughts. They come as, you know, signs. But I was stubborn. I said, mom, I really need to hear your voice one more time. Anyway, I went to work and I came home from work that night. I was I was tired. And so I took a nap and I had a quote unquote dream. It wasn't a dream. It was a true visitation from my mom. And in the dream, I walked into a room and I heard over the loudspeaker my mother's voice. And she said, I have an important announcement. I have an important announcement. I am okay and I love you. And I said, oh my God, mom, I love you so much. Thank you so much for coming to me. I said, who are you with? And she said something that I didn't recognize. And I said, please say it again. And then she said, nanny, who's her mom. With that, my phone rang, woke me up and I was able to remember the dream. And I felt like I won the lottery. I knew without a doubt it was truly her is what I'm saying. Discover a new relationship and approach to life through the space between. Join spiritual teacher Brittany Mondito for a moment of silence, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York. Everything we're searching for lies behind what we're running from, Brittany says. Reconnect with your inner sense of safety grounding and centeredness. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Yeah. What a wonderful, wonderful feeling. And yeah. how wonderful of the angels to say, okay, now little one, wake up so you can remember. Exactly. And that person who called at the exact time, that was, yeah. that was great. Yeah. That's cool. Angel intervention, right? Mm -hmm. They had to really orchestrate that for you. I love that. I love that. Now you have a really special connection to Dr. Wayne Dyer. Um, and from what I've researched about you, you followed him. He was one of your kind of spiritual teachers. You were really interested in him, but then something happened after he left this physical plane that kind of changed the relationship that you have with him. Can you tell us about that? Oh my gosh. A long story short, I'll make it very quickly. Yes. I loved Wayne Dyer and I used to get his books, go to his lectures, but I didn't know him personally. I felt when I heard he, he passed, I felt like a part of me died. It was just awful. Anyway, I didn't know what I could do for, you know, now that he passed, but his daughter, Serena, had been on my radio show a month prior for, to promote her book, what, um, Don't Die With The Music Still In You. I love that book. So I interviewed her and I had her contact information. So I emailed her and I said some, something like, oh, dear Serena, I'm so sorry about the passing of your dad. 
please know without a doubt that he truly is able to come to you, ask him to give you signs to let you know he's with you, ask him to come to you in a dream and wake you up so that you remember it. And I said, I said, Serena, I wrote a book called Your Life After Their Death. I know it will help you. If you would like it, I'd love to send you a copy. And I signed my name. With about five minutes later, I, I received an email back and she said she'd love a copy of my book and so forth. So I sent her a copy. Now I'm trying to make this fast because it was not a quick, <laughs> the way this whole thing happened, but it was almost like it was orchestrated. Um, about a few weeks later, I was scheduled to speak for Hay House at an I Can Do It event in Orlando, Florida. And a day before they were going to do a tribute to Dr. Dyer. So they called me and they said, would you like, you know, Hey, I said, would you like to come earlier so that you could go to the event? I said, absolutely. Anyway, so I'm ready to go on the bus for the authors from the hotel to the conference center. And they had the authors as well as Wayne Dyer's family come on the bus. And I'm sitting there on the bus and there was one seat available on the whole bus and it happened to be next to me and in walks Serena Dyer. Oh. Right. And she sat next to me and I'm very shy, believe it or not. You would not know by the way I'm talking right now, but I am, I'm very shy. And she, especially Wayne Dyer's daughter walks in and I'm like, Oh my gosh. So I said, hi, Serena. I'm so sorry about your dad. My name's Karen. Oh, and she said, Oh, Karen, I just got your book. Thank you so much. And we talked a little bit. She was telling me about the signs that he was given her. And anyway, we went to the event. And when it was time for the event to, to that it was over, I was ready to walk to the bus. I couldn't go on the bus. I felt so insignificant. I just felt so insignificant. And I'm saying that over and over in my mind. I am so insignificant. I'm so insignificant. And I decided to walk to the hotel room instead of taking the bus. As I'm saying that, I heard Wayne Dyer's voice loud in my head saying, get out of your own way. Get out of your own way, yelling at me. And I said, Wayne, is that you? And I continued to walk. And I said, Wayne, if that's you, you have to give me a sign to let me know it's truly you. And I continued to walk and I said, Wayne, how may I serve? And he said, you're already serving. I said, okay, how may I serve more? Anyway, I went to the hotel room. And when I went to the hotel room, there was something very itchy that somehow had gotten inside of my shirt. So I reached in to see what it was. And it was a sticker that had the letters W-E on it. And on the bottom, it was little tiny letters that said, uh, Disney World. I had not been to Disney World. So mm -hmm. I didn't know how it got there. And I completely, when I give messages, I get the first letter, last letter of somebody's name. So I said, Wayne, that's Wayne. Oh my God, that's beautiful. I thought that's what it meant. I said, Wayne, thank you. And I was so excited. Um, and I heard him laugh. Long story short, he actually came through months later. He came through with a group of of guys called the we guys that gave me 33 concepts to the we consciousness talking about the how we're all connected that was the we that he gave me oh wow you see and 
some and then along the line uh serena sky sage and her mom and wayne's wife marceline flew into from florida to come to see me in new jersey um for a reading boy was i nervous and i have so much to share but we only have a half an hour yeah. um, needless to say he came through with very significant messages and i'll just give one of the messages something that i would never have known he said, uh, he spoke to all of them differently. He spoke to Serena very like loudly and harsh almost. And to Skye, he was very quiet and comforting. <laughs> and they said that's the way he spoke to them. Mm-hmm. But Serena, he said that she was pregnant and he was showing me fireworks. And I said, I don't know what that means. And she said, well, she's not pregnant. And she didn't know what that meant. She went home and took a pregnancy test and found out, later on that she was indeed in the family way and she was due on the 4th of July. And oh my goodness. So there were many throughout the next two years, I was on the phone with their, with his beautiful family. Um, and he gave them very specific messages at the very important times at the exact time Serena was ready to give birth. He told me to call her and, and so forth. It was just, you know, it was almost not my life those two years it was wonderful. And yes, I know him in a different way. I hope that I didn't take too much time up with that. Oh gosh, you talk as long as you want. I could talk to you all day. I could listen all day. That's, that's fantastic. Um, I have to share that as you're speaking, I probably had my own moment there of I'm not worthy. I am, you know, as I hear you speak and I actually heard I call him Dr. Wayne Dyer because I don't have that relationship with him that you do, but I heard him say, you're not going to believe this, get out of your own way. Ah. Almost at the same time ah. you said it. Oh, isn't yeah. that something? We just have to get out of our own way. Yes. Easier said than done sometimes. Right, right. But we yes, have because we're so afraid of being embarrassed or being wrong. But, you know, when you share those messages, you you didn't know what the the kangaroo boxing kangaroo meant yeah, you yeah. know we our job is just to share it and let spirit do the rest of the work and when we stay out of the way those messages can flow freely through us and um yeah that's beautiful okay back to you who are the we guides the we guys are they're a group consciousness similar to i don't know if you follow abraham and Esther hicks yeah but it's it's pretty much uh to promote peace on earth and to to promote oneness the oneness of everyone and everything it's a group consciousness uh, makes up the ascended masters the angels saint francis is part of it wayne dyer but you can't differentiate any of them from each other when when i'm connecting with them um, you know, I can still connect individually to Wayne Dyer when he's a part mm-hmm. of the We Guides, but they come with the specific uh, message of love and peace, which was very urgent. This, these messages were given in 2016 before the elections and everything. Wow. So it was before um, a lot of the chaos and, you know, everything that was going on in the world. Mm. So interesting. Um, and I find it so magical that they come together as a consciousness. They function as a oneness. Mm -hmm. Um, and for me, my 
my team that comes through, they call themselves the collective. And Ooh, so that resonates with me that they, they don't really find a need to say, well, this is who I am. I'm speaking right now. Once in a while, yes, you know, you'll feel St. Francis coming through or I'll feel Mother Mary coming through. But most of the time, they show up as a consciousness, right? They show up as a big, big, powerful group. We're very similar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do have a lot in common, actually, uh-huh. which makes my heart smile. Um, so I'd like to ask you um, to explain what are the different types of celestial beings in the universe? And are we all connected with them? We are always connected with them. They are, we have guardian angels that each one of us has a guardian angel, no matter what you, doesn't matter if you have a religion, does not matter. You have an angel that's guiding us and protecting us. There are archangels who could be in more than one place at one time. They're larger um, energy and so forth, such as Archangel Michael, Gabriel, Raphael, and everyone could call upon them to help them. There are ascended masters such as Jesus, Buddha, Muhammad, all of them that can also help us uh, on our path. Of course, there uh, there's God. I mean, most important source, energy. And there are also says, celestial beings from other areas of the universe, higher celestial beings, loving, positive celestial beings from other areas of the universe. Because If we think Earth is the only place with life, that's a little silly. Maybe life as we know it, but life in general and so forth. Many types of celestial beings. Those celestial beings from, you know, different parts of the universe or a different dimension, they're starting to come through, aren't they? Oh, yes. (laughs) You know, too, right? Oh, yes. Very much so. And, you know, you hear those scary programs about aliens but first of all i don't like that that word yeah but they're higher evolved consciousness from other dimensions in the universe that are trying to wake us up so that we don't harm ourselves or the planet and they won't allow it to happen right yeah i have another um, podcast episode that some of you may have listened to about i interviewed someone who had an alien encounter and it was very dark and scary Um, My own experience with celestial beings has always been sublimely light-filled and and positive. And that's, I share that truth as well. There's lots of celestial beings around us all the time. Um, It really does give us the opportunity to learn that different is not bad. Different is not, doesn't have to be scary or negative. Different is beautiful and lovely. It absolutely is. But you want to hear the best part is, they're not really different from us. We are all one. All one. Yes. Right? You're so right. Yes. Right? So we're all one. There is no difference. Correct. Maybe on the outside, the body and so forth. But after yeah. we leave the physical body, we'll feel that oneness in an instant. Yes. And if we tap into who we really are, which is source energy, God, and we're in that high loving, pos- you know, positive, peaceful energy, we'll only tap into positive, loving, peaceful celestial beings in our lives yes. and we can tap into that oneness now right before it's I, I tell people before it's too late because sometimes i hear people you know they come back with a message that i should have could have would have but now it's too late don't wait until yes. it's too late to see the bigger perspective and to understand the oneness of everyone and everything that we yes. are all connected and whatever we do to ourselves or another it affects everybody. Well, you know, I'm just 
I'm grateful for these messages that you share. And I'm grateful for, you know, not in just this podcast, but how you've stepped in to share these beautiful, ethereal, true messages to all of us, because we're all evolving. And just, I'm, I'm just going to share some gratitude from all of us that you're doing this good work. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Um, if you want to get a hold of Karen, you can go to karennoe.com. I'm going to spell that for you all. It's K-A-R-E-N-N-O-E.com, karennoe.com. She's also on social media, so you can find her on Facebook. She's got her personal Facebook page. She's also got an author Facebook page. She's on Twitter, um, Instagram, and she teaches a lot of classes in the New Jersey region. Um, if you're around that area, look into those classes. You can schedule a reading with Karen. You may need to wait a little bit, but it's worth the wait. And let's just remember that when you have to wait for a reading, wink, wink, it's because everything happens in the perfect Rachel, divine right timing. <laughs> Rachel, at this time, I'm not taking any more uh, appointments because I've been doing this so long and I'm, I'm waiting for the two years to come up. And uh, I, at this time, I'm moving on to bigger and better. Only healings I'm doing. Got it. Got okay. it. Got it. All right. Well, then I wish you the best of luck with that. And it will be perfect, designed just the way it's supposed to be. So wonderful. Um, thank you again for coming today and sitting with us and sharing your light. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for, for having me on. Yes, uh, my pleasure. If you'd like to get a hold of me, go to rachelcorpus.com, Facebook at Rachel Corpus Angel Communicator, Instagram, The Angel Counselor. If you haven't heard this today or recently, let me tell you, you are so loved. I love you and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to Angel Talk with me, Rachel Corpus, Angel Communicator and Psychic Medium. If you'd like to connect, visit my website, rachelcorpus.com. Hi, I'm Liz Winter, and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Medium Ship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.